Ah, yeah, sha-boing-boing. Boing. What's <laughs> up, Eric? Jesus Christ. I've never heard a podcast start that way. And if I did, I'd probably end it right there. So go ahead and uh, skip forward 30 seconds. Yeah, let's run, <laughs> let's run the intro music again here. <laughs> what is up, breadheads? Rare Eric opening today. How are you doing, Ty? I'm doing great, Eric. I'm so happy because I'm live in the booth with you today. We have a bottle of natural wine in front of us, some nice carbonated orange, and we have so <laughs> many interesting topics to discuss with the breadheads today. So what is there to be upset about? <laughs> There's nothing to be upset about. I couldn't possibly find a thing to complain about. Um, this wine is very good. We're, we're drinking a Thorn and Burrow Skin Contact mm -hmm. orange wine. Dude. It's only 12%. That's kind of low, right? I'm surprised that we're allowed to drink skin contact wines in this society. <laughs> the uncircumcised? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I, you'd think that like the, like the social justice warriors would have killed the concept of skin contact. They would say, no, mm -hmm. you... You can only like a wine for its personality. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Don't judge a wine by its skin contact, yeah, you exactly. know? <laughs> Damn. Well, this one has the word fuck printed on the cover. I'm trying, I'm realizing this is, might be like a LGBTQ oh, wine variety now dude, that I'm seeing it. That. There's like a pink heart on there as well. There's dude, actually many hearts I'm seeing now. Dude, the... LGBTQ plus community doesn't have IP on the heart icon. It's a pretty universal symbol. Mm -hmm. So let's not jump to any conclusions here. It could just mean that they love to fuck. <laughs> True. Like these, these winemakers, <laughs> just they're passionate people. Yeah, you know? dude. So would you bring this wine to the LGBTQ? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would turn up to this wine almost anywhere. I think this is pretty tasty. And um, the bottle label is certainly a conversation starter. It, it sure literally is. started this podcast. It really did. Um, speaking of this podcast, what topics we got today? Because we got some rappers in the news, as we always do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just sipping my wine. Give me a break. Okay. Um, yes, yes, we have rappers in the news. We always have rappers in the news. But before we get to that topic, Eric, I must talk to you a little bit about our beloved Subway. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. This what is, are we this, talking about There's today? two wolves in this podcast. One of them is constantly trying to talk about hip-hop. The other is trying <laughs> to bring back us back to our core tenets of Subway. <laughs> that would be me. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is a Subway podcast. That's right. Or that's is right. it? We, yeah. Who am I to say? Exactly. Well, Eric, I learned an interesting fact about Subway today that I'm actually so surprised about. It feels weird to say out loud, but I'm going to share it with you anyways, because it is fascinating. Okay. Subway has black olives on the menu. <laughs> Did you know that those black olives are picked and prepared by hand for Subway? They are one of the few restaurants on in the entire industry, not just fast food, all food, that doesn't use some sort of mechanical processing in order to acquire their olives. Isn't that crazy? So it's hand-picked, like off the tree? Off the tree, and then like, hand, like I think it's like, it, they must use some conveyor belts or something in the sorting process, but like every olive that goes into the bucket graced a human's hand. Are you telling me that the same company that squeezes a pink paste out of a plastic bag mixing it with mayo mm -hmm. is able to hand pick the black olives 
Yeah, this is what's so mind-blowing about Aerith, is the Olives are, like, at best, a minor character on the sub. They play next to no role in the flavor, texture, or even, like, general vibe of a sandwich. <laughs> They're an afterthought. But they are clearly getting the most attention from the uh, sub subway employment line's hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one of those ingredients where... You kind of just throw it on because why not? Mm -hmm. Like they don't make or break a sandwich whatsoever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But they do add a nice little sprinkling aesthetic to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like when it's dotted with the, the black olives, it looks quite nice, mm -hmm. especially in the creation process. Facts. It's mostly a garnish. Like it doesn't do much oh, more yeah, than true. the garnish. And I think that's what you are suggesting with your commentary about aesthetics. <laughs> But it is weird. Like, the meatballs are, like, made by robots in space. <laughs> like, no human has even looked at it until it hits the bucket. Mm -hmm. And then the black olives have gone through this very, like, human process. It's so weird because not only that, like, they're probably the most painstaking to add to the sandwich. Because you have to kind of, like, do the little salt bay sprinkle. And, mm -hmm. like, half of them don't land on the foot long. And the other half go, like, on the floor. And then when you go to eat them... They don't even make it to the mouth. They're jumping out of there. <laughs> like, yeah, they're jumping so, off the jet. That's yeah, for sure. Exactly. So all of that work for an olive to have like a 50% chance of landing <laughs> on the ground. Like its final resting place may not be your mouth. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what to say, man. It seems shocking for somebody to do something like this. But how is that even really possible? Like, Do they have someone working in a farm dedicated to Subway? Or are they contracting the the picking out to the farmers? Yeah, only, you know I mean? only the best for Subway <laughs> is what they think. <laughs> so what would that be? Is it is there a Subway branded, like, or a Subway employee in the olive trees? Dude, I, there's got to be. they got to send representatives to the farm. Because I can't imagine, like, any old Italian villa with, like, 100-year-old roots and they're like, we pick up the olives and then we give them to Subway. You know? There's no way in hell any family-owned Italian farm is going to want to like give up their olives to Subway. Yeah. It's like, son, one day you'll inherit this farm. <laughs> you know what I mean? These olives go all the way over to Tennessee mm -hmm. <laughs> inside some loser sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it's going to run up in like a random franchise on the wrong side of Cleveland. <laughs> 100%. Man, that's kind of wild. Um how do how do like other places do it? Is it is there some kind of machine to shake the tree mm -hmm. for olives to come down? Dude, there's a whole YouTube hole for this. Like oh, the absolutely. different types of uh, harvesting methods for bulk food and vegetable. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. You can like <laughs> every different like fruit and vegetable tree has a different shaking tool. Some of them use like like um, forklift type machines to drive up to the tree and then they like move it back and forth. Other are more manual where you just have people doing it or like hand tools to give it the shakes. Some even come in branch by branch if the trunk's too thick. I'm not really sure what the olive would, approach would be, but an olive tree is very delicate. It's kind of like a grapevine. So you don't want to shake it too hard, you know? You gotta be gentle with that tree. Yeah, that is true. And the older ones, Ty, I don't know if they are shakable because the tree trunk is so thick and girthy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can even take a forklift to it. You can, you probably have to like climb up and pick the olives by yourself, you know? Yeah, dude. It's just like grandpa, right? Like one thick trunk and everything else will break if you shake it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so 
what do we do with this information, Ty? Do we order more olives? Do we go, give me more olives, please, because we know that they're valuable. Well, in a previous episode, Eric, we talked about how caviar is a delicacy because of its like small quantities and difficulty to acquire. And mm -hmm. I'm realizing that we're sitting on the caviar of Subway right now. It is the olives. And I didn't realize how painstaking it was for them to acquire them. And that makes me want them more because mm -hmm. it means I'm getting more bang for my buck with my sandwich. <laughs> so hell yeah, you know I am tripling the olive count on there. Yeah, I'm doing the same. Um, what else, Ty? What else about olives? <laughs> why don't Why don't they ever A/B test different olive colors? I know I would love a green <laughs> olive in there. It would feel healthier. I think. Do, okay, do you think they purposely chose the black olive because it's completely flavorless? There must be a, like a price per quantity game they're playing because. I don't even call those the black olives. I call those like the Taco Bell olives because <laughs> the only place I ever see them is like at Mexican fast food restaurants. Mm -hmm. I have never bought like black pitted olive rings like that. I don't even know where you get, a, where do you source those? Are they at the grocery store? All my yeah. olives are like either stuffed with garlic and pimentos or like not pitted, but they're so green and girthy that they would be mistaken for like, a, I don't know, an alligator testicle. <laughs> So, have you ever bought these, the olives that you see at Subway? Yes, I have. Where do you get them? You can get them at any grocery store. They come in um, like a little can. The ones where you, you can't open by yourself. You need a robot to open. The ones mm. where you need a can opener. Gotcha. Um, they come in all different sizes, Ty. They come in small cans, medium cans, large cans. Big cans too, hey? I love big, big cans. cans. <laughs> I love me some big cans. <laughs> okay, now we're talking. <laughs> Damn. I'm a fan of the smaller cans, if I'm honest. That's the right. uh, the ones where, you know, if you just use all of them in one go, you don't have, you don't have to worry about storing them again. Dude, yeah. Single-use only cans. Single-use cans. Despite my immediate profession, or professing of my love of big cans, I do that. I like that, too. I wish <laughs> I could buy single-use everything at the grocery store. Like, yeah. sometimes I only need a quarter cup of oat milk. I don't mm -hmm. need the whole jug. Yeah. Just too much money anyways. Jugs, cans. I want it once, then I'm done, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm in and I'm out. <laughs> Damn. Mm -hmm. Well. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, man. I feel like I, mean, I I have olives at home, obviously. I get some artisanal ones. I've, I validated some rumors this weekend that Costco has a very good olive selection. Oh, and you, as the listeners know, we're, we're not Costco people on this podcast. I hate Costco. I hate Costco. <laughs> Every fiber of my being. I actually learned a lot about Costco this past week, Ty. I Why watched I watched the one YouTube video about it. Okay. Um, did you know, Ty, that they make 72% of their revenue off of the membership fee? Oh, I definitely did know that because, you know, I've watched every video on YouTube about <laughs> Costco. You've seen that same video? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy that, like, Costco is making... I actually, the more I learn about Costco, the more I respect them as a, a business. I think Fresh Incorporated sees Costco as an equal. But as, <laughs> a, as a concept, <laughs> the concept of Costco, the brand of Costco, all of that just bums me out. Costco culture, it bums me out as it well. It bums me out, bro. Like, I, even the olives, like, that I had a couple of them, like, these are so good. And they're like, yeah, I'll show you the jar. And then they go to the fridge and they pull out this giant fucking receptacle. It felt like a, like a, an urn, you know, for yeah. a human. And they're like, these are the olives. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, 
oh my god, I can't even hold this. Yeah. Like, and they're like, do you want any? I have three more in my <laughs> closet. They literally offered me another jar, my <laughs> friend. And I was like, I, I can't bring that home. I, I don't have a, like the booster seat in my front seat for it. No, definitely not. Um, what we just talked about, you know, single-use olive pack. Mm-hmm. The smallest package so that you don't have to like store it or like stress out about like whether it's going to go bad or not. Yeah. Costco is the opposite of that. Like you can't buy fewer than 10 chicken breasts at a time at Costco. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with the other nine chicken breasts? (laughs) Start a Hooters? (laughs) (laughs) Damn, that last one is going to be missing one. But um, (laughs) yeah, dude, I I just don't like it at all. Um, It feels like I need to spend a a ton of money to make it worth my while. Mm -hmm. But then it's like... Okay, I'm paying you for the membership, and I'm spending more than I need to, so I'm making up for it. Mm-hmm. Wait a second, now I'm spending more than I would just shopping somewhere else. Yeah. So like, what's the point? Damn, maybe I'm the loser. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the economically the loser here. Economically, we're always the loser. That's what I've realized. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact that you will have to like walk past like a bunch of MacBooks mm-hmm. and like a Dyson in order to get to the milk. It's like, it's not a place for me, you know? Like, I will buy a MacBook by accident. <laughs> totally. Don't, you can't trust me around titanium. <laughs> now, you know what else? This is a controversial take, but the other thing that bums me out, Eric, is the free samples. I don't want a they free sample. They bum you out. I don't want a free sample. There was a time in my life where I was very excited about that, and I would be when like... When we were 12. Exactly. Because it's novel, and it's funny to, like, get free food. Mm-hmm. And your 12-year-old stomach, a free sample... That many free samples can fill you up for lunch, you know? I feel like a life hack. I got a free meal. Yeah. But no longer. I see the free samples. I don't... It's not worth the time that you have to spend talking to the Costco employee behind the counter. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just an exchange of words, a quick hello and thank you, it's not worth the eye contact. I only have... (laughs) I have a limited amount of eye contact today, Eric. I've already burned through most of it in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So... It's not worth it to me. Yeah, I don't really want to look at the evil old lady that'll offer me like a cheese and cracker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like there's there's a catch here. Yeah. There is some payment that I have to make. It's not nothing's free in this life. You no, know dude. I mean? And that payment is just gonna tell you about like the flax seeds in it. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't wanna hear about it. Yeah. Just give me the cracker and a run. One hundred percent. It is so weird though that I I'm so against Costco, but Subway offers me the Costco experience in the tiny can of olives packaging because unlimited vegetables, <laughs> unlimited everything. You literally you get the Costco bulk opportunity and it's all free, but your output is just what you want to eat and you're not really responsible for the rest of it. That's the sandwich artist's job to deal with the like mm-hmm. the last couple tomato slices in the bucket. That's not our problem. And I think that's so great. I think that's great that they're like, that's a white glove service or I guess clear plastic glove service. <laughs> I 100% agree. And this is why I think it's the opposite of Costco. Because the burden of Costco is having to overspend and overconsume on a bunch of shit you don't need, right? Mm-hmm. I'm buying four cans of coffee beans mm-hmm. or I don't know. It's a bunch of like socks that I didn't know I wanted yeah, until like right a now. Year supply of almonds. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna be eating these, um, <laughs> those like, saltine crackers for the next quarter. You yeah, know what dude. I mean? Um, you didn't even want them. They were just on a really good price. But at Subway, you know what I mean? It's all in the moment. It's the most impulsive way to dine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck it. I'll get the olives. Fuck it. <laughs> get extra. And it doesn't matter because once I eat it, I'm done. And it's done in the next 10 minutes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Now, I never have to think about it again until the next morning. Yeah, totally, dude. It really is like quiet luxury in that sense. <laughs> It's, it's quiet, that's for sure. It's quiet luxury. It's everything you want with none of the repercussions. Exactly. Costco is everything you want with all of the repercussions. They actually over-repercussion you. <laughs> Eating at Subway is the closest that most will ever be to being rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because totally. think about it. Like, There's no limits on the vegetables. Mm-hmm. It's limitless. <laughs> <laughs> it's limitless. It's limitless, baby. It's almost impossible to spend too much at Subway. Yeah. Like, if you think yeah. about it, like, even if you get double meat, double cheese, extra everything, mm-hmm. it'll be, like, $16 max. You yeah. know what I mean? 1,000%. Like, the wealthy get exactly what they want. Like, uh, Drake Scott, Virgil's, AP on his wrist, doing front flips, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so... And, like, maybe I won't get that, but I will get that equivalent in a foot long. <laughs> you, cheers. <laughs> the audio is probably going crazy right now because mm-hmm. I poured the wine right next to the microphone. Yeah, right when I was making a banging line. That's okay, though. <laughs> so we just talked about all of this for 17 minutes. We're going to run out of time to talk about anything else on this episode if we don't quickly shift. So you said you want to talk about some rappers. I'm going to give you the floor. Thanks, you. Um, speaking of quitting olives, Ty, Snoop Dogg came out and said he was quitting smoke. Oh, yeah. And he said, please respect my privacy at this time. Did he actually? <laughs> yeah. <Holy shit. laughs> he, made a whole, he made a whole post about Damn, it. Damn, bro's morning. Bro's morning, it's crazy. yeah. Oh, it's, it's not, uh, it's not easy to see, you know what I mean? Someone's struggling that hard on mm-hmm. Instagram. But, uh, news came out today, Ty, that he said, just kidding. Mm. And I'm not really sure what the play was there. Like, was he trying to motivate people to quit? Because clearly he just undermined himself. Or he was just doing an early April Fool's joke. Right, right, right. He won 80 <laughs> Which is why we don't need to respect his privacy. We can discuss this publicly. But also, if you're posting about private matters, like, you're telling us. You're not respecting your own privacy. Yeah, this is the equivalent <laughs> of... I'm so sick of Facebook, I'm going to delete my account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no one fucking cares. <laughs> like, totally. no one asked you, and why are you telling us? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. Wow, okay. Do you think he just got a withdrawal and then had a weak moment and came back? Or, like, okay, first of all, what motivated the initial tweet or Instagram post or whatever? I mean... The announcement. None of us know what is going on in Snoop Dogg's brain. Mm-hmm. Likely not much. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to say why he didn't give any other information or context. He just said, I'm quitting smoke. Mm. (laughs) Um, maybe he meant smoke as in like, I'm done talking about other people. I mean, I'm not going to dish out the smoke anymore. Right. No Um, more gossip. No more gossiping. I'm going to, you know, mind my own business, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which would be more respectable. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with smoking. (laughs) He did have the gift of the gab. The what? But it, so that would be a very respectful thing to do. But I don't think that's it. I think he's literally talking about the Kush. <laughs> <laughs> when Kush comes to shove, Ty. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he just said he's kidding. That's all I got for you, Ty. I thought it was kind of stupid. I don't know why we're giving it this much airtime. Is he trying to drum up airtime so that he can launch something? Like, is he trying to stay relevant? Is that what's going on here? Like the whole... The whole Snoop and Martha, like, novelty is wearing <laughs> off. Man doesn't make music. 
That's the only reason why Snoop is still popular. It's because Martha Stewart. Honestly, it really is because people love the contradiction of the personality types. Yeah. Did you know that she was like 90 years old? Martha Stewart's 90? Like no, she's no, she's no, extremely Jamie, old. Get us up on the screen. <laughs> There's no way Martha Stewart's 90. She's pretty old, man. Martha 82. Stewart age 82. But like wow. she looks like pretty... rounded, rounded up. That's nice. Well, we got Martha Stewart was born in 1941. <laughs> she was born before World War Two, or like during during, during World War Two. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, she looked great though for for an eighty two year old. For an eighty two year old, yeah, for sure. No, I, she's giving sixty. But well, okay, actually, the problem with um, dude, she's a child of war. <laughs> war child. Crazy. The problem with googling old people is like you never know when the photo was taken. You know what I mean? Like, she could be 59 in that photo. Oh, yeah. The first result in Google Images is not going to be a November 2023 pic. That's why we got to look at her thirst traps. Now, let's head to the Instagram. Can we go to the tape section? That's always a more honest depiction. No, dude, you got to look at the selfies. Wait, the what is selfies? this? Oh, this is her... Uh... Professional account. We got to find the Finn stuff. <laughs> it's okay. I follow it. This will be easy to find. Perfect. Yeah, so, well, Snoop Dogg's getting up there, too, dude. Like, Snoop Dogg's got to be pushing late 60s at this point. Like, he's, or at the very least, he's an old soul. He's 52. He's only 52? Yeah. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about it. He got famous when he was, like, 20-something, probably. Mm -hmm. Whereas Martha got famous being, 40s. yeah, like a, uh, like a mom figure, you know? Right, right. She would have never made it if she didn't have the mom figure going. Yeah, I mean, just look at her, dude. She's gorgeous. She's. I can't believe she's She's a gilf. That's creepy. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> dude, just be honest. That's a that's a gilf right there. I, I will definitely admit that she is more put together than any other eighty-two year old I know. <laughs> yeah, literally. Damn, I can't believe she's eighty-two. Rounding up, that's ninety. It's crazy. That's crazy. But also, like most, not only just like aesthetically, but physically, she is her Instagram is popping off. Like she's everywhere doing everything. Like mm -hmm. she's just as active as young Hollywood right now. Mm -hmm. No sign of slowing down. None whatsoever. Whereas Snoop Dogg is like fried, you know? He's been through the ringer. Mm -hmm. Dude, she lives a better life than all of us. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. This is like, whenever she uh, posts selfies, it's like, Leaning a little bit too far Britney Spears to me. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like edging that territory. Speaking of which, we should probably check in on Let's our girl. Let's get a Britney Spears update. <laughs> we, didn't, we haven't checked in a few updates or a few episodes. Has she posted a photo with any Christmas trees in the background? If there's any uh, Batman symbolism, that's a call, call for alarm. Yeah, for sure. We've got a video here of Britney Spears' mere selfie. Um, it's very erratic. <laughs> She's playing foreigner in the background. Um, lot to take in here. Damn, I'm scared. Really, uh, uh obscene angles. Like she loves the angled selfie. <laughs> Shit, dude, I'm scared. We can get out of this. Why are we in here? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. Uh, let's get out of there. So if you feel like totally normal just to see like a photo of a pentagram like in Britney Spears' feed, you know? Like, yeah. Or like other occult references and mm -hmm. just fit right in. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, other rapper news type, Diddy. Pray for Diddy, man. Uh, Pushing P Diddy? 
P Diddy, Puff Daddy. P did it? P P probably did it. Shit. <laughs> um so if you didn't hear already, he was I guess sued by Cassie, his mm. ex. I don't Cassie. I don't know what the right word is. Do, do you sue someone if they allegedly did horrible things to you? I feel like it starts with an accusation and then a lawsuit follows quickly. It was a lawsuit, um, because Diddy settled it in a matter of twenty four hours. Oh, wow. Paid her thirty million, like the next day, to settle it. That's pennies to a puff. The man's so rich. The man is so rich, <laughs> but isn't that kind of insane? Like, it takes me like a month to spend a thousand dollars. Like, ah, oh, should I do it? You gotta work for it. You know what I mean? It's like, do I use Klarna? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a thousand dollars over four months. <laughs> exactly. It's like if I split this into. Like two hundred fifty dollars every month, every every week, maybe I'll do it. But yeah, dude, I'm gonna foot Klarna my foot long, you know, like three <laughs> inches a month. It's like it never even happened. Yeah, you're gonna clobber that foot long. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, thirty mil, man. Next next time I like need someone to pay me back, I'm just gonna send him a photo of Diddy. You know what I mean? Yeah, just as a threat. As a threat, yeah. It's like I need my money, Diddy Diddy speed. Okay, uh, but. Diddy is, all, is entrenched in all sorts of controversy. Is that not an incorrect statement? I'm, I wouldn't be aware of it. Mm. <laughs> Diddy. Do you I have any he, other information? Oh, I thought he blew up someone's car. Oh, okay, yeah. So this is... Fuck, we gotta, we gotta pull up this information, Ty. This is, this is important here. Okay, while you're pulling it up, I just want to say one more thing about this whole um, settlement situation. It's like... It feels weird to be like he shut it down in 24 hours, but really that's how these things should work, you know? Like, if you could just use Apple Pay to settle <laughs> any lawsuit, that would be the preferred user experience for most people. Yeah. So I like to think that Diddy is championing, like, the rights of the people that have been um, accused uh, he, he is a, he's a champion of the accused <laughs> and I think yeah. we maybe we should stand by him for that mm -hmm. so thanks to shout out to front of the pod academics <laughs> for giving us some um, giving us the real news but there's a post here that says when Cassie briefly dated Kid Cudi in 2012 did he threaten to blow up his car um, apparently he was very angry about her dating this guy um, that he said he would blow up his car, and then around the time, Kid Cudi's car exploded in his driveway. Mm. <laughs> what do we think? Did he do it? Holy this shit. Because this is some real mafia shit. He blew up the car. That's crazy. I, I can see Diddy thinking he is a mob mob boss, you me know? Too, me too. And being like, when you start the car, it just blows up. Like, that's pretty, it's pretty insane. Yeah, dude. Totally, and he's got the money to like hire the hands to rig it. Yeah, I, I I believe this claim, dude. What? Okay, would you ever do that to an ex? Would you blow up their <laughs> boyfriend's car? Yes. <laughs> uh, depends on if they did me wrong. I don't know mm -hmm. if he, if Cassie did anything to him. Mm -hmm. I don't really. I'm not really like tapped in like that. So well, I don't he's know, not targeting but... Cassie. He's targeting Cuddy. No, of course, but if. 
I wouldn't do that if we ended on good terms. For sure. You know what I mean? Or that'd be pretty funny because it would throw off the trail. Yeah, it would be. It's like, we're totally fine, but I'm going to ruin your life now <laughs> in the background. Psych. Yeah. Dude, I think Kid Cudi is the person that did P. Diddy wrong here. Oh. Because he's tar- clearly targeting his vehicle. I'm, I'm bummed that Academics didn't tell us what vehicle it was. I would love to know the make and model. But it's probably a Mercedes <laughs> E Class. Um, probably, which scares me personally. Dude, there's a lot of bad news coming out about the Dids lately, and it makes me think that somebody wants to take P. Diddy down that is in power right now. Like, there's some powerful person, P. Diddy knows something about them, and they want to take P. Diddy down. Otherwise, we, we wouldn't be getting this entire, like, like, it's literally TMZ is entirely P. Diddy talk right now. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Other than this one post about Kanye saying he uh, made love to Scooter Braun's wife, <laughs> which was also a crazy rapper news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some more rapper news. Future, the god of male toxicity, turns 40 today. Happy birthday to Future. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Future. Pluto. If you're listening, we appreciate you. Is it acceptable for a guy who's 40 years old to be rapping about sharing his girls with his boys things like that right 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 <laughs> um dude i don't even know if it makes sense to be rapping at all at 40 let alone any subject matter yeah you hear that jay-z yeah you cut, get... cut that shit out <laughs> yeah diddy clearly got the memo yeah <laughs> he's too busy blowing up other rappers cars yeah snoop's 52 <laughs> yeah where's your where's your martha you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm gotta start a Lincoln build with I don't know Whoopi Goldberg or something yeah at 40 and upwards you should be starting a business and collaborating with home chefs like <laughs> that's all yeah I agree so I don't know Drake's only got two years left what else we got here Ty dude this crazy things that are happening man academics is really the it's really the engine that powers things for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For every, every, behind every great podcast is a great Instagram account. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it is this official hip-hop slash culture news page. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, King, my uh, glass of natural wine is emptying, and so is my mind of topics. So I think this is a great time to conclude this episode. It sure is. Think Fresh Podcast. Redheads, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure. Um, next episode, I will be in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see, see where it we'll goes. see where that goes. But yeah. after that, I'll have lots of good culinary content for you, boys and girls. So Mostly stay boys. tuned. Ninety nine percent boys. Yeah. So boys and girls. <laughs> Singular. Yeah, based off listening. So. Uh, All right, catch you later. Ciao.